Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of So Jaded. This episode is all about pet peeves. Yeah, so today I am so excited to announce that we are joined by two of my best friends, Molly and Danny. Yeah. Iconic sibling duo. Um, they actually have their own podcast. It's called The Pants Are Too Tight. Uh, they talk about the little things in life that make you crazy. So they're definitely the perfect people to talk about pet peeves with. So let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we're very excited. Um, so we're going to have both of you introduce yourselves, um, but do name grade major fun facts <laughs> announce. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just say what you want. And then after you guys are done introducing yourselves, I guess just talk about your podcast. Let the people know how they should listen and why. I'm, I'm Danny. You heard her in grade major okay, fun uh, I think I'm a junior. No. Am I? That doesn't seem right. You I'm are. a junior. <laughs> I'm tw- I'm 20. I'm an animation illustration major. I'm a Leo. Yeah. My, oh. my favorite movies include uh, uh, Terms of Endearment, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and Spider-Man 2. I'm attracted to Alfred Molina on a spiritual level. And on a physical level, we're talking much more of a Michael J. Fox <laughs> temperament i mm. love i'm in love with phoebe cates from the movie gremlins just what a woman and um i think that's enough oh pronoun he him i forgot that one i got way too into the phoebe cates and the, i oh, made that. a mistake i should have gone first because i can't follow that I'm thinking about alfred Molina now. um okay well i'm Molly. did you know he speaks fluent spanish I could have guessed that. Yeah, he seems like Augusta, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm Molly. I don't have a grade. Um, I, I did have a major. It was social work and psychology. I don't know when celebrity crushes came into the mix here, but if we're just <laughs> throwing it you out forgot there. Your, what's your star sign? Oh, I'm a Pisces. They know that already. Pisces! I, um, I love a Pisces. <laughs> yeah, we're the best, so... You know. I so what like do the you reaction I got to Leo? It was an oh. I was it I was positive about it. Me too. Sure, sure. You know how I feel, Danny. Oh, I I but I feel I do I know how you feel? Or is it a clever no. facade? You never will. Hides the truth. All right. Alex is a mysterious person. So what do you guys talk about on your podcast? Yeah, so we're, our podcast is The Pants Are Too Tight. It's the best name for a podcast ever. And we talk about <laughs> the things that we obsess over the little things mm-hmm. in life that we never stop thinking about the things that you keep you up at night that like really bother you but you're pretty sure like nobody else is out there thinking about 99 percent of the time we're but confident. we're constantly yeah. thinking about we're confident them. no one remembers the other things but we we're there yeah. on the front lines every day so it's nice. different things like whether that be in pop culture or yeah. just ranting about did, everyday life our most recent episode is a christmas special about christmas with the cranks which is a movie that doesn't seem to have penetrated the wider popular culture, but that we watch every year, multiple times a year. And we do it mostly so we can kind of convene with our, our, our God, Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) It's mostly for her. It is. Oh, it's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. And she's so good. Um, (laughs) well, related the reason why it was so good for you guys to be on for this one specifically Alex came up with this idea about us talking about our pet peeves and right on the lines of what you were talking about kind of like these things that just like really bother us and Alex and I were talking about some of our pet peeves a little bit before y'all logged on and um I think basically like anything can be a pet peeve like there are so many different things that can just like annoy the shit out of you um, so we figured we could just like go around and kind of see what kind of pet peeves we have. And I feel like we'll probably have some in common too. How about probably Molly? Just about everything bothers us. So yeah, it's going to be overlap. People. We're mouthy. How, okay, good, good. We're all on the same page about that then. 
So what's one from you guys? Okay. So I've talked about this on our podcast before, but I'll bring it up probably every day of my life because it really bothers me when people make movies that are too dark that you cannot see what is happening or too quiet that you cannot hear what they're saying. Would you like to give them eight dozen examples real quick, just off the bat? Um, no, they all left my head immediately. <laughs> but More great. Oh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Right off the bat. Oh. That is always my big one. Yeah. Why is it so dark? That is a great movie. Well, I mean, it could be better, honestly. But we're not going to talk about the specifics of Harry Potter. But the <laughs> fact that it could have just been lit lighter would have made it yeah. better. I'd like to see what's happening when I watch a movie. That is typically why I spend the money. I've seen The Dark Knight many times. I don't know what anyone's saying. Yeah. I don't know what anyone's talking about. It's just mm-hmm. mumbling. I always have the captions on because nowadays I really do feel like I don't hear what anyone is saying. Yeah, I, I have to watch with captions. And that was like when I listened to this one podcast, they were talking about that new Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, that came out. Mm-hmm. And they said the same thing. They're like, I can't wait to watch it again with captions because I had no idea what the hell is happening. Okay, moving on. What's another one? I don't. Uh, uh, Alex, you you like that that boy what's called harry styles and there's a song <laughs> what this, are you gonna say this whippersnapper this whippersnapper the harry styles they get this song they got this song what's called the watermelon sugar high but the first words of the song are it tastes like strawberries on a summer evening what's that about yeah. raspberry when prince wrote raspberry beret it doesn't start with she's wearing a banana hat it starts with she wore a raspberry beret <laughs> What is this fucking? Uh, I cursed. I didn't mean to. Are we allowed to oh, curse? We, we oh, we love cursing here. It's Great. okay. Good. First of all, <laughs> yeah. I know you said that was your pet peeve just to bother me, which is really upsetting. Also, do you know what the song is about? I assume it's not literally about some sort of a watermelon. It's about oral sex. And this man. It's way worse that you said it that way than if you had just, if you know. Sex. You sound like you're in the, the Bill Clinton trial in front of Congress. You sound like you're describing medically what Harry Styles is talking about. Yeah, <laughs> Someone give me a different word and then I we can no, edit. I, I have no other words for you. <laughs> Finding well. yourself. Well, it's about that. And listen, he is saying that he doesn't care how it tastes. He just wants to taste it. Watermelon, mm-hmm. strawberry, summer evening. He loves it. I enjoyed right. the song. It was merely, a, this was one little thing. I didn't want to get into Harry Styles' feelings about just rocking it. I wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to express that it was funny to me. It's not even a real, it's not an angry, it's a pet peeve. It's a little, it's a little yeah. baby peeve that I take care of. A little nap. A little nap. A little, 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 little bites out of you. Jade, your turn. Um. Okay. I'm trying to pick a, a good one to to talk about here. So I actually, Alex and I were both at a loss for pet peeves. Whenever people ask me what my pet peeves are, you know, like what just happened to Molly, like everything falls out of your head. You're like, I don't fucking know what bothers me. <laughs> everything bothers me. So we searched up, we used these like two lists um, that kind of have like common pet peeves. One of them that I related hardcore to was, uh, people who complain that they don't have time to like read emails or to know what's up because they're too busy, implying that you're a loser with too much spare time. Like, has anyone ever been in that scenario where someone's like, "Ugh, I could never. I've just, I'm so busy. I simply can't. And you're like, all right, sorry, I'm not busy. And I just have time to freaking binge watch a million shows at a time. Oh, um, like when Danny like won't put up your podcast for a month because he's too busy. I'm like, let me put, let me put some <laughs> to the here. point where he forgot that you sent him an episode a month ago and never put it up. Something like that, it maybe. Happens. Yeah, something like that. First of all, we record a lot of these. Second of all, <laughs> oh, we're so all, busy. Second of all, I listen. You're, what you're doing is you're punching down. She was punching up. I am a stressed college student. I am an artist who is frequently not paid for commissioned work that he oof, does. Oof, relatable. I, By his own choice, people offer to pay him. He declines it. It's no. The people who should offer to pay me never offer to pay me. And the people oh who I'm giving a gift to keep trying to pay me. And it's like, no, I'm giving you this gift 
the other people should be paying me. You see, this is it, it's a pet peeve. <laughs> now we're fighting. No, but I got Danny's like, other pet peeve. Definitely. Yeah. Danny's second pet peeve is my second pet peeve when people pay don't me. pay me. Yeah. My second Number pet one. peeve is poverty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so annoying. I really hate um oh what do they call it? Uh, capitalism? It's tr- mm. really getting under my fingernails. No, but as much as I'm like coming at Danny right now, I, I definitely am guilty of that, Jade, like a hundred percent. Like I don't know what I'm busy with 99% of the time because I do nothing. But I'm always like, people tell me to watch shows or something. And I'm like, oh, like, I just don't have time for that. And I'm like, but mm-hmm. what are you really doing every day? Like, I have what are you anxiety. I have a yeah, great exactly. excuse. Well, so I don't, that's it's not that I'm busy. It's that I'm overwhelmed. By the Most of the time that... I'll be like, oh, sorry, I'm depressed, yeah. but I don't have so, time <laughs> or something like that. Like, I'd rather just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling today. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I can't watch The Walking Dead for eight years. I have to be sad. <laughs> what do you expect of me? I don't have the time. Alex? Um, all right. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Okay. <laughs> actually, I don't know that I am. I think we're all switching gears. I just didn't know how to transition into my pet peeve. Okay. My pet peeve is when you're walking around and you can tell that people are on a date. I don't like those people that you can tell they're on a date. It makes me nervous. Like a first date? Like a fr- like a new date. Or like even mm-hmm. if it's not, if you look like you're on a, like a newer relationship date, it really bothers me a lot because, first of all, I get nervous from looking at them because I'm like, oh, my God. Hope also, I well. can't stop watching. I can't stop watching them. They probably think I'm scary, which is probably their pet peeve when people stare. <laughs> I can't it like draws me in and it also makes me feel lonely yeah. so how do you know that it's like a date like what what pieces are you putting together that you're like oh no you're getting that like vicarious nervousness okay so if I see two people sitting like at a restaurant and they're like you could they're like smiling like way too much you're like they are not that happy it's because they're trying to impress someone and they're on a date also, in New York City at specific places like the Metropolitan Museum of Art or Central Park, if you are holding hands with someone, laughing, you know they're on a date. And it just makes My me first sad. date at the Met was not like that, okay? <laughs> well, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm using this super hardcore to like psychoanalyze you right now. I'm trying to turn that off, but it's like definitely hard at this moment. Is Alex and I just... No, I don't think that's I don't think that's bad. I think um, I think Alex and I were kind of talking about naturally how like I don't like watching people who are happy sometimes because it makes you feel like you should be happy. And you're just like, oh, like I, I wrote down that I used to really hate like public displays of affection I used to be like oh look at them all into each other and now I'm like oh I kind of like believe in love now so I actually kind of hate it less <laughs> so like I guess it's something that can change over time maybe so you I believe guess. in love that's interesting that's... Uh, yeah it's it's a new thing for me I'm really discovering a lot do you believe in life after love mm. yeah. I can that's feel something question. inside myself I really don't think I'm strong enough <laughs> Um, also it, when I look at people on a date, it makes me think of what I look like on a date and I get embarrassed and I don't want anyone to know when I'm on a date. For example, I was on a date. The bartender gave us like a free drink and like put it on the table and was like, oh, like they must be on a first date. Like here's a free drink. Mm. And I didn't want it and neither did my date. And it just sat there. And then we both knew that they knew we were on a date. I, don't I think he, I think you just unlocked a hidden memory in my brain that I'm sorry to recount on, on, on live time here, but I'm pretty sure I was like offered a cheesecake or something because someone thought I was on a date and it wasn't. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I, that just you see, like that could be really video. awkward. See, I on the other, I love watching people. I'd watch people all day long. It does not make me uncomfortable. I only am uncomfortable when I get caught. I can't. <laughs> I I guess related to that I don't like it when people watch other people I have a friend who no it's not you Alex well maybe (laughs) you've definitely probably done this to me but I've been with friends who okay the way I grew up I'm like you can't be staring at people 
like people find that rude. Like when you stare Mm -hmm. at them and the way that I grew up, like you don't stare at people, you don't stare at strangers. And my friend Connie loves to fucking stare at people like really loves it. And it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, they're going to catch you staring at them. And then they're going to look at us and be like, why are you looking at us? And I get very self-conscious about that type of thing. So, but we, but we also love to people watch. I just try and do it in more of like a sly way. You might. I'm so discreet. Alex knows that Um, I am. (laughs) I'll tell this fantastic little tidbit. Molly likes to watch people on dates Mm -hmm. in a wig behind bookshelves (laughs) the barnes and noble (laughs) okay well when you say it like that it sounds creepy yeah not people my friends Mm -hmm. who are out on dates with basically strangers who i don't trust and they asked me to keep an eye on them i just did it in a disguise because the person knew me Mm-hmm. So I put on a nice wig, a big, like a nice hat to cover the fact that it's a wig, some glasses, except now I wear glasses. So it ruins my disguise. I offered to do that for Alex once, but she said she'd be mad at me if I did it. So I didn't. That would have been the person that it was with. That would have been a terrible, terrible thing. But it would have been it's a struggle because he wouldn't have known. And he totally should have because he knows that I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true, true. That's good. That's something that every friend should be willing to do. I commend you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Molly, would you like to hit us with another one? Let's see. Okay, so this is so random, and I'd never thought about it being a pet peeve before today. But, like, why do some dinner chairs have armrests? You know, like, mm. at a dinner table, some of them have armrests, and, like, the other ones don't. So, like, only two people get to be comfortable And even that I'm going to challenge because I don't think they're really that comfortable. So why are they there? And why are we prioritizing an armrest during dinner when you're using your hands? Like, I feel like I want a footrest at the dinner table. So it's not, I guess it might not be classified as a pet peeve, but I am very confused by it. This is such a specific our dining situation. Is this what all tables are like? A lot of of tables are. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird. Actually, Molly, you bring up a fantastic point. The people that sit at those head chairs with the armrests, they think they're above the rest at the table. It creates she a always sits there. hierarchy. <laughs> no, you want to know how Molly eats dinner? Alex, maybe you've witnessed this. What Molly does is she sits in birthing position in a chair with arms. It's not birthing position. It is a frog position. So it's like this. And no she, way. Um, num, num. Okay. Well, I'm not squatting while doing it. I'm yeah, on my butt. Hang I just on, I'm put lowering. My knees I'm lowering into place. <laughs> I I put I put my knees to my chest because, as I said, there's no kind of footrest at the dinner mm. table, and if you are sitting at the head where the armrests are, there's nowhere to put your legs. And I have back pain. Why are we making? That's what the rest of my note says. Why do we make where we eat our meals so uncomfortable? We make couches comfortable, but dinner chairs. Or you could be sitting in one place eating a meal, like you're not gonna be comfortable. No, thank you. I will eat on the couch. I rest my case. <laughs> Look, I yes, would I prefer to always eat on a couch in yes. front of a TV that's playing Terms of Endearment or Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade, possibly Gremlins with Phoebe Cates. I of have course. I've never heard him mention Terms of Endearment once before. <laughs> that's no a way. lie. No know. way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen and others in the audience, I urge you, listen to our podcast. I have mentioned terms of endearment on the air. I've lost my train of, oh yes, would I always prefer to be eating on some kind of a couch, perhaps reclining with grapes in my mouth like a Roman god? Yes. But if I must eat at the horrors of the dinner table, I would love some armrests because right now, what am I doing? I'm putting my elbows on the table. Yeah, because you're actively, if no, you were actively my eating, posture is worse. why are my arms like going to my sides of the table to rest? Like, to sit face? back, like, to sit back like a king. To sit back when you need to That's be what I'm saying. To eat? That's what, no, but Danny like has. Like the aftermath. To sit back like a yeah. king, he said. It creates yes. a table hierarchy. And who typically sits at the head of the table? Molly, maybe this isn't true in your household, but it's you and it's not true in my household either because we didn't have one of these. Right. But a man, mm-hmm. a man will sit Thank there. Thank you, Alex. 
the patriarchy once again foiling dinner. <laughs> it was all the way back to the dinner yeah. table. Just exactly. To, just to say, I think we shouldn't eliminate all the armrests. All the chairs should have the armrests. Well, that's the other option. I just think it's ridiculous that's only the two of them have it. I, I know. And that there's then, no footrest. Yeah. You were talking about a lazy boy, is what you're, you're talking about a recliner. <laughs> You've invented the couch again. (laughs) Danny, would you like to hit us with another pet peeve? Another one of my pet peeves. Of course. Of course I would. My pet peeve is, is, uh, well, Molly and I have done an episode about, of our show about this before, but it just gets to me. It's the, when the streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, etc., when they feel the need to compete and therefore something that you're used to being on one of them is now on the other. And a lot mm-hmm. of times you're not paying for that other thing, or sometimes you're paying for the thing and then they don't have the thing you want to pay them for anymore. And the streaming services are getting so specific and I don't want to pay for CBS all access. And I really, <laughs> I'm at the end of my rope. I pay for, I'd say a good half of the streaming services we have in this home. And that's only because none of us pay for one of them. Yeah, that's true. We are stealing Netflix. Wait, what are you dying to watch so badly? Okay, look, this is very specific. (laughs) Uh, There's uh, Warner Brothers has many a streaming service, but the the two that I was paying for, I was paying for HBO Max and I was paying for this special... DC Comics one. I'm an animation illustration major. I like cartoons and I like drawings and good comic books have those. And uh, and so I was paying for this special DC Comics one because they have all the good DC Comics things. And then now what we're in as of this recording is a gap where they've taken the things off of the DC streaming service. So there's nothing left there, but they're not on HBO Max yet. So I'm just I just have to go to my shelf and get the DVDs of these things, and that is more work that I'm willing to put in. And that sounds like a joke, but I really do have them all on a shelf right <laughs> next to the TV, and I won't get up to do it. I'll just watch something else. It's probably more relatable for people with like The Office not being on Netflix anymore, or Parks and Rec yeah. is on Peacock, the streaming service no one has. You know, mm-hmm. streaming service from hell. God, we had such a fight Peacock. with Peacock. I'm sorry if you're sponsored by Peacock, but. I don't think I'll ever, ever pay for that. Well, isn't it, is it free? Isn't it free? It's free with ads currently, yes. Oh. So you can watch like one episode of Murder, She Wrote with two hours of ads, or you could just <laughs> cough up five bucks a month, and then you'll forget you pay for it. And then every month you get the little alert from PayPal, and you're like, God, why don't I cancel Showtime every month? I get oh this bill God. from Showtime. I always forget. I don't even get it with Spotify. I do. So I'm paying twice a month for Spotify. It's absurd. (gasps) Don't do that. I'm not kidding. This is happening to me. And I got the alert yesterday and I was like, oh, you schmuck. Another month of these showtime people. No, you do that tomorrow. Cancel it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still paying for stars and I haven't watched anything on stars in months. What is stars? No, I watch one thing on stars, and that's the only reason I pay for it. It's Outlander. Outlander. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, people, that's a good show. I hear people like that. Yeah, start watching. You already pay. You might as well well catch (laughs) up on Outlander and (laughs) P Valley and. I was trying to think of like premium cable dramas that are on stars, but there's two. So yeah, literally they have nothing. They really have nothing now. <laughs> no, they're owned by Disney. I think. Oh God. Did I make that up? I think that's a pet peeve of mine. How many things Disney owns? All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's also, is there an episode of our show about that? Or do we just talk about the remakes? I think Disney we movies? talk about that probably every other episode. Because yeah. Of my allegiance to the fascism of disney i ruined molly's oh. day the other day i ruined molly's day because she it was the day they did all those big disney announcements about yeah. like there's a new buzz lightyear movie and stuff and she's like isn't this exciting there's all this star wars stuff and i looked at her and i just said i'm so tired i don't want to go on like this they own too many like and i just started yelling about like the corporate lack of creativity man and censorship of art man and then she just like started to sink into the couch and like it's like having a hippie yell at you for 20 minutes. I really It was a three-hour fight, actually. But oh we did God. devolve. Oh, that's right. It devolved into us screaming about the Avengers <laughs> for three hours. And then at the end of it, we were both like, you want to go to Bed Bath and Beyond in our masks? Okay. Sure. 
I have one that I think everyone, I hope everyone will agree with. I hate it when people talk during movies or TV shows. Thank you. Thank you. You're oh, good. Enough to say it. You're brave enough to say it. Molly's Thanks. a coward and she's going to toe the party line here. Oof. I will remain silent. Yeah. No, uh, Molly. Some, <laughs> some, things should, some things are fine to talk through. We've all seen yeah. this Christmas movie a hundred times. We can make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're watching, we're watching the Oscars. Nobody cares about the, uh, we're talking to each other. But when Molly, you can attest to this, you and I sit down, we're trying to watch something we've never seen before. That's true. What is our mother mm. in whom we are trapped in this home with? <laughs> for, not only for the purposes of quarantine, but for the aforementioned crushing poverty, our mother <laughs> will come into the room, sit down and start talking at yep. the TV to the movie, to the people in the movie, to us about the movie. She'll ask us questions and it's like, we're watching the same movie, mom. Exactly. If I knew who did it, I wouldn't be watching this murder mystery. We're all figuring out the same thing here, people. I'm watching it with you. And they'll be like, well, our friend Tristan talks during everything. And then our friend Grace will jump on the bandwagon and talk with her. And then our friend Sarah will also jump on the bandwagon and talk with them. And before you know, everyone's just running amok. And I'm trying to pay attention. You and Liz, see, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it bothers me, but like, it doesn't bother me that much. You and Liz are like, if they don't stop talking right now. (laughs) I feel like it ruins the whole experience. I think for me, it depends on what we're watching. Like, mm-hmm. that's a big thing of it. And also, definitely, who's doing the interrupting. Yeah. So if my mom's interrupting, I'll be mad every time. Like, I'm just going to be mad every single time. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, like, hanging out with a bunch of my friends, maybe that's a different story. I think the problem that has fallen on me now is having been raised by my mother. I do feel the need to comment when I see things in a movie. Mm-hmm. that bother me while I'm watching the movie. I actually agree with Molly. I now that I live with my sister, we both do that. Like we just really um like motivate each other to do that cuz she'll start talking and then I start talking and then I'm like, "All right, I guess we don't care about I guess I don't care about what I'm watching here anymore." <laughs> so yeah, sometimes you pick up other people's habits too. Definitely. I don't like when people don't act their age. And by this I mean when people act younger when they shouldn't because if my grandma is is living her life and loving her life and she's not acting like she's 75 good for you but if you are 23 and you're walking around not knowing how to do your laundry you don't know how to make your bed you can't turn on the stove why i want to know why you can't do that and i just think it's like um that sucks for them. <laughs> no, it's just like you can't walk around acting like, like you can't. You know, does anyone agree with me, or am I, I alone on this one? No, I, I guess agree. I think Molly is so useless that um, she could never agree with you. Otherwise, she'd just be a self-loathing uh, person. I, Molly know. is not useless. Molly can do like Molly would disagree. With Molly I'll give you an example. Okay, but like, here, I'll tell you why Molly is not useless, as if we need an <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's give um, examples now. No, like, Molly does act her age, because you, like, something happens that Molly needs to get done. Like, let's say, like, you have a car troubles or something, and you're like, crap, I have to figure out how to get this fixed. I'm going to figure it out. I'll do this, this, this. You get your new keys made. Like whatever, whenever that happened or something and you, you figure it out. It's when people are like, well, now what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I mean, I appreciate you coming to my defense, but I immediately had to spin this back to you because I feel like 99% of the time you're the person who asks now, what am I supposed to do? Now, what do I do? Okay. Listen, and then exactly Alex goes, and then Alex goes, my mom told me I had to figure it out myself <laughs> and I'm going to figure it out myself. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. I'll be like, oh my God. Uh, no. Okay. Here's an example. This is a very mild one, but I was trying to heat up my Thanksgiving leftovers and mm-hmm. our microwave is broken. And I'm like, now what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, mom, what do I do? 
And she was like, figure it out. Not everyone has microwaves. And I was like, okay. So I had to put them in a pot. Yeah. You figure it out. See, that's the difference. I just wouldn't need, I wouldn't figure it out. I just would be like, (laughs) (laughs) Molly one time uh, lost her, she lost her car keys and she had lost them many times before and she had had new keys made for this car several times i have my trauma on here and so she paid something like three hundred dollars to have her car to have new keys made for the car and um as she finishes this and she spends three hundred dollars that at the time she really did not have to spend um she goes inside she sighs she starts uh she she starts putting her laundry in the laundry machine and there Amidst the laundry are the lost car keys, which she has been yelling about for a month. And um, I've never, I've never seen that kind of despair in a person. I've I, never- <laughs> I also, I can confirm that that is the saddest and most distraught I've ever seen Molly. Molly Aww. called me after that incident. I called <laughs> Alex like, immediately to just cry. Just cried. Because I, it wasn't that I was putting the laundry in the washing machine. It was that I was about to put it into the dryer and I opened the washing machine and right on top of all the wet laundry, just sitting there mocking me were my keys. And I had checked that laundry a good six times before finally being like, I'll just be an adult and get the new keys. And the guy said to me, are you sure? You've looked everywhere for your keys because you don't know how many times people find their keys immediately after they call me. And I had been to the beach. So I was like, no, I lost them at the beach. Damn. I had not. Maybe the lesson with this pet peeve, now that we've talked it out, is don't act your age because bad things happen anyway. Yeah. Everything's fake. Life sucks. Life sucks. But listen, that's one of my pet peeves. I do stand by this. When people are like, I can't do it. Like, I just can't. I'm like, then don't complain. Figure it out. I figure things out all the time. And I complain about it so much, but I figure it out. Or I ask Liz. She said, I complained the whole time. And did it too. No, usually Liz will figure it out for me. So maybe this can't be my pet peeve because I have a real adult who is Liz to help me. Liz is a real adult. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, she actually is a real adult. Isn't it so intimidating when you have a friend who's a real adult? Oh my god, the most. They're the like they're put together, or like they're like, yeah, I'm saving up to buy a house, and it's like, how? Mm-hmm. We're no, but actually, today I had an issue that I couldn't figure out, and I called my mom, and I was like, mom, it was something with like payroll for one of my jobs, and I was like, mom, I what do I do about this? She goes, I don't know. Why don't you ask Liz? And I. <laughs> I did. My mom was like, I can't help you. (laughs) Did Liz know what to do? She, she didn't know exactly, but she gave me a solution that made me feel better. So. Yeah. Wait, Molly, can you Mm -hmm. say one of your pet peeves that has to do with our high school teacher? Okay. So when Alex asked me about the pet peeves, for some reason, the only thing that could come to mind was our high school physics teacher. And it is because I think this is why I must have the association that I think on the first day of school, he asked about our pet peeves and I was very stressed and could not remember it. But my pet peeve about him, the biggest one is that um, he really liked to play music during our tests. And it's like, how can I take a physics test and be jamming to semi-charmed life at the same time? You can't. And he talked to us. And he talked to us like the whole time, the whole test. He'd be like, Alex, what's what's new? And I'd be like, I don't know how to do this properly. <laughs> so you're going to give me the answer or you're going to shut up. That is the only class I genuinely did bad in in high school. And my pet peeve is that he didn't teach. But also, I did really like that class because I hated physics and he told us stories instead. So I never minded going. But then you're going to play music Tell us mm-hmm. more stories and talk to us during our test. We didn't learn the. We didn't learn this. He was one of those teachers that bothered me because 
I always looked very tired and he would just always comment on how tired I looked instead of like ever inquiring if maybe something was wrong. It would just be like, oh, you look so tired today. That's like, the maybe worst. there's a problem. Like, I actually saw that on one of the pet peeves lists. Like <laughs> when people are just like, oh, you look tired. Like, all right. Anything. Thank you for commenting, I guess. That helps a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, my oh. non-physics related pet peeve is um, when people leave crumbs in the butter. It's gross. Oh. Like don't put your, use the butter on your toast and then like go for another slice. And then you get crumbs in the butter and leave it there for the next person who is not having toast. So then what put, I'm going to put crumbs from your toast in my mashed potatoes. I do not think so. It is disgusting. I will waste the butter. I will chop it off and throw it out. Yeah. Good one, Molly. Thank I you so much. Too. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my final one is my most important one. Um, I always say when people ask me, I hate when people waste my time. I hate when my time is wasted. Oh, this could have been sent to me in an email instead of a, a meeting. Like in college, the amount of time of my time that was wasted. Um, yeah. I, I hate it so, 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 so much. So that's my number one. That's a good one. <laughs> Piggybacking off of Jade's. Oh. I don't like when people are late. I don't like, and specifically, I don't like when people make me late. If I say I need to be somewhere at 1215 and it's 1215 and you're like, wait, I just need three more minutes. No, I told you this in advance. I tell people in advance all the time. And, but my friends that I know are late, I will tell them a time in advance that is so far ahead of the time that we actually have to leave. And we still end up being late. I know we have a, we have a lot of late friends. It was a big deal in college. (laughs) And me and Liz are both on time friends. And we really egg each other on when people are late. We're like, how could they be late again? Yeah. It's yeah. So that really does. That would be the majority of the anger that I have is because of lateness, actually. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to apologize for all the many times I've been late and will continue to be late. It hurts when people are late, but when I know someone is a late friend, I put it in my head that they're going to be late because I don't want to get angry. So now it's more like with new people, it's worse. Molly, you're not that bad, but like, I do know sometimes you are late. So I'm like, oh, Molly might be late. Just let me put that in my If we have to be somewhere on time, right? I'm usually good. But if I'm okay. saying I'm coming at four, it will very likely be like 4.45. Yeah. Yeah. There are some people I just need to be like, okay, put it in my head. They're, I'm saying four o'clock. They're not coming till six. It's going to be okay. <laughs> but I yeah. still. Like, yeah. So that's mine. Nice. Well done. Okay. So let's go into. Uh... What we always do, Alex and I always end our episodes with FMK, uh, but Alex actually made two FMKs for us today. One of them is specifically for Danny. So, uh... yeah. <laughs> is it Alfred Molina, Not uh, Michael J. Fox, and Phoebe Cates from Gremlins? Because oh, those no. are the three. No, actually, ideal... let's do let's do this one first. Let's do this one first. Okay. Well, okay. the ideal person is somewhere in the middle of those three. <laughs> no, Danny, I think you're going to be both pleasantly surprised and hurt that you're okay. going to have to kill one of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this will be hard for all of us. But yeah. Danny, I'm looking at you. Ready for okay. this? Yeah. FMK. Mama Mia. This is a hard one. Edition. Yeah. <laughs> Donna. Tanya and oh, Rosie. No. Oh no, no, you can't make me choose. I thought we were gonna do the dads. I thought, oh no, 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 oh, we could no. kill any of them. Oh, we could yeah, kill. True. We could kill um, Bill, yeah. Stellan yeah. Skarsgård. We could get rid of him, no problem. Yeah, obviously, exactly. you Even... you marry Pierce Brosnan in a heartbeat. Then you have one incredible night of passion with Colin Firth, and that's, <laughs> Danny, that's now the, I can't do the mamas. Mia, plural. I cannot. This okay, is this me. isn't Mama Mia. This is easy. This is Mama Mia. This is a hard, hard one. one. This is a hard one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna think about this. If you guys want to go first, Oof. I'm gonna need some time. Does anyone have a, an answer right yeah. now? So, um, I would probably fuck Tanya because she's just gotta be the best with that. I've seen the kicks. Um. <laughs> 
you're right. I honestly, I hate to say it, but I'd probably kill Donna and Mary Rosie just oh because <laughs> I know, I know it's controversial, but like well, Donna is a bit of a drama queen. She's like <gasps> kind of too independent for me, you know, what? like, I yeah, don't like I don't like that you said that. No, and I like, this is offensive to me personally, because Molly said in our friend group, I would be Donna. Oh, really? I mean, I would marry you. And yeah, Alex. Well, wait, if she's Donna, th- who does that make you? We don't know. It's just a thing. I, it, it You're that old Greek it woman who's carrying the bundle of sticks on her back. That's not about our personalities. That's <laughs> just about a group dynamic. Yeah, yeah it depends yeah. on the group. But, but yeah. Yeah. So, and I would marry Rosie because she's just fun and like cheerful to me. Like, I feel like I'd always be laughing and I'd like a good laugh. Donna, I think we'd clash. Interesting. She's very, it's my way or the highway. And like, I think so am I. So I don't think we get along very well. Yeah. Because I, all right, Molly, you know what? I take back me being offended because in your sibling dynamic, you are Donna. Yes. So I, I see, I see. Ah, I see. Yeah. I think I need someone dominant like that in my life. I'm going to marry Donna. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to marry Donna. And then I'll also fuck Tanya and kill Rosie. Jade, I'm going to 100% agree with you. I think you made you. the right decision. Thanks. And that's what I'm going to do also. Danny, it's all, right. all you. Much like one of Meryl Streep's other great film roles, this is such a Sophie's choice. Mm. I guess I would marry... Uh, Rosie, that that spunky little gal. Because I I guess the most important thing that I'm looking for is someone who's like just fun and nice and not like a weird predator woman <laughs> like Tanya. <laughs> Tanya seems like a crazy predator. Now, but the notion of cheapening Meryl Streep with a one night stand and not yeah. trying to form an emotional connection there. That's is great. hard. I respect her very much. But within the universe of Mamma Mia, one night stands are clearly her thing. <laughs> so I guess see, but I'm not a as an individual, I'm not a charming uh uh one night stand person. I'm I'm useless. I you know, it takes time. I have to wear oh someone down and I guess I would I guess I would oh I guess I would just fuck Donna because Tanya's intimidating. So I guess I'd kill Tanya. All right. Because I can't I can't please that person. I've deliberated for this too long. Too much dead air. I you've got my answer. Take okay. me away. Thank you so Take much. I'm away. sorry. I know I these decisions are are really hard. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. The next one. So this is submitted. I'm gonna shout out our good friend Sarah. She submitted it on our Instagram story. And I've been sitting on this one for a while. Yeah. Because I don't know what my answer is, but we're gonna we're gonna do it. Shrek, Fiona, Donkey. Hmm. Mm. And we're talking, of course, about the film versions of these. We're not talking about like musical version of Shrek. No, we're, we're talking about no. film. Oh, okay. if, it's Brian Darcy if it was James, Brian Darcy it James, the game. I want to take a ride on those thick, thick eyebrows. Let me tell you right now. And that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I I love Brian Darcy James so much that if it was him, that would have swayed my answer. Oh, my God. Right. He's great. Sarah's okay. very, very serious about the movie. Yes. Okay. Um, we have to honor her wishes. <laughs> okay. Now, is Fiona in ogre form? Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be I- wrong of us to... She's mostly ogre in all the films, you know? Yeah. We're going okay. ogre. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Mm. I think I'm going to kill Donkey because I can't. That's too much. He's a literal donkey. I could do neither with an actual donkey. The ogres are human-esque. <laughs> um, I guess I would just... I guess I would marry Fiona. She seems dependable. <laughs> and dependable. she's physically she's physically strong, so she can protect me. In right. a in a world where we're living with Shrek characters, and I guess I would just just the one time just fuck Shrek. I mean, because it's look not that he's my type, but we've all we've all dealt with a just a sort of a hefty fella, and he's fine, and he seems nice, and I'm sure he's not a horrible lover. And you know, what are you saying? Yeah, do you I don't want to talk. Ab- I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> tired. <laughs> I just love the analysis that yeah. goes into the FMK. Every episode, it's like a big conversation at the end, and I love these, it. 
these are hard. These they are, are. decisions. But honestly, I think I'm going to do the same thing that you did. Yeah. Wait, so you're, you both married Fiona and fuck yeah. Shrek. Okay. I agree. She seems dependable. I'd like to, I'd like to actually not copy either of you. And I'm going to throw, right. throw a little monkey wrench in this one. Um, I'm going to kill donkey. I do agree. Yeah. I'm going to marry Shrek. And it's because I think I do have a little bit of a crush on him. If I'm being honest. You totally do. Yeah, that's what I, I do. Saying. And I'm going <laughs> to Fiona. Okay. So there we go. Nice. That's so I am so not on the same page with you all. Um, I would marry Donkey because, again, a barrel of laughs. I think he's hysterical. Um, he's a donkey. He's okay. a literal okay, donkey. Well, the other ones are ogres. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and when he's a stallion, like, please, Danny. Oh, oh my what are you like horses? This is, I don't like learning. Oh, my God. I didn't know Molly had a crush on Donkey. <laughs> I just think he's funny. I'm a sucker for funny. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I would probably, I guess, I guess fuck Fiona and kill Shrek, but neither really feels right to me. They, they are kind of the same character to me in a lot of ways, but I could never marry Fiona because she annoys the shit out of me. Like, she really just put Shrek through the ringer. I can't hear this. I have to go. <laughs> Once again, I, I love a strong woman. Uh. You're talking about my wife. we're doing a lot of ironic it's looping around the culture's coming back around we started it before the movie we brought that the culture is coming around on bad catchphrase comedy from the early 2000s i'm bringing back austin powers single-handedly and we're we're out there every day fighting this fight that's the first austin powers is a good movie on ironically the other I love Austin Powers. Yeah, it's good. You and the Mike Myers. You and me are on. The, I feel like we might be on the same page about this. I'm very into Mike Myers. Like I'm, I find myself attracted to him. How do you feel about Mike Myers? Okay, I was just about to say no, but then I oh. thought about it for a second, and I really like Shrek. I really like Austin Powers, and I really like the Cat in the Hat. <laughs> so what are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> we're learning about ourselves. That's what we're doing. Wow. The cat in the, the hat is so funny. It's so good. Listen, I listen. I enjoy the cat in the hat as a film. That's the one Mike Myers character I don't find attractive because well, yeah. he does. He's do, <laughs> he's doing sort of this. Like I don't know what that accent is. Okay, listen. It's not that I find the cat what? attractive, but like, <laughs> but is it like, that he's funny boring? and maybe it's okay to like someone just because they're funny? He's yeah, a donkey, donkey. Molly. You're not winning. No, I like funny with like a little bit of sass. You know, you got to have some grit. Donkey's just happy-go-lucky. I mean, those are great FMKs. Thank you. Good welcome. Thank you, Tara. Thank you for um, deciding, Alex. Yeah, no problem. Well, now Danny has given me another idea. Maybe I'll do Mike Myers characters. Oh, good. good. For I'll tell you right. Me and Austin Powers <sighs> forever. I don't want to tie down a bachelor like that, but goddamn. Oh, wait. What I want to do. This doesn't have to be an episode. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. But um, Danny, uh, Austin Powers, Dr. Evil, Mini Me. FMK. Oh, oh, it's got to be. Uh, well, in that case, it might be Mary, Dr. Evil, fuck Austin Powers, kill Mini Me. Because Dr. Evil is emotionally vulnerable. And I think that he and I are similarly sensitive people. And I think that Austin Powers wouldn't be happy in a committed relationship. If we recall the opening of the film, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and we analyze the text of the film, we see that once his, uh, his supposed wife, uh, uh, Vanessa, is revealed to be a fembot and explodes, he picks up her burnt, charred hand, says, oh no, my one and only love is dead, pauses for half a second and goes, I'm single again, and then does a nude dance through a hotel happily. So I think married life wouldn't work out with Austin Powers. I mean, is he still with Beyonce from Goldmember? Her hit character, Foxy Cleopatra, that we all remember clearly? I ask you. I remember Foxy Cleopatra. So clearly. So clearly. (laughs) We all remember that train conductor hat. The looks so good. Um, I just want to marry Austin Powers, I think. Yeah. Oh, you for sure. Oh, you'd be a match. We'd be a match? I think so. What's (gasps) a sign? Uh, (laughs) Look it up. 
I'm amazed there's not a reference to that in the movie somewhere. That seems like the kind of thing that he would say at That's some point. Very, you know, doesn't it feel like yeah, yeah, like he would just bring up I'm a Pisces or something. Like, doesn't that feel like it would be in there? Wait, everyone, I'm looking it up. Everyone, guess. Can we guess? Okay, do we want to guess Mike Myers' sign? Is what we're going no, for? No, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Oh, Austin Powers. Oh, I don't know enough about zodiacs. I always goof them up. I always forget which is which. I'm oh my god, I literally knew it. I knew it. He's a Libra. Sorry, I was, I gonna, I was really good to guess. Libra, but I didn't want to offend you. No, of course he's a Libra. He's like on the good again. Ah, look at me him with his looks of course of course he's libra thank you you must feel so connected right now i do no wonder i've felt connected to him my whole life (laughs) wow and that's a another episode of so jaded (laughs) (laughs) classic just finding another crush for alex every week We do. Last week, I really went off about the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, that was another discovery. Oh Very clear. Doctor Seuss. <laughs> That's the type. <laughs> I guess. Or just so. green people. You want to fuck Shrek? Green people might be the type. Guys, I don't. I'm like kind of embarrassed. <laughs> don't be. It's fine. You embarrassed never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I want to thank both of you for coming on. Um, just it's just fun to have other people to talk to because <laughs> Alex and I just can go back and forth forever. But it's nice to have another podcast on. So we appreciate both of you being here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank it's you fun. For We've us. never been guests before. No. Ooh, I love a first. You guys were very good guests. I really enjoyed this and I miss you both. Thank you. I miss you too. Jade, I miss you. I've only met you like once, maybe twice, but I I, I miss you too. I'm not sure if left out. Yeah. We'll we'll be able to party together again one day. <laughs> Someday. Yeah. Alex, any last words? Um no. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for trying. Yeah, I did try. That's all I can ask for. I'll be saying.